Your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. And joining us now to talk about also other news of the day is Professor Alan Dershowitz. Um, Professor, uh, first, I guess, let me get your take on there's so many things going on here. Um, one of the issues, um, of course, is the debt ceiling, the 14th Amendment uh, that we are hearing President Biden saying that he may try to institute, implement. A lot of people say the it's a stretch. Debt. Yeah. Uh, Alan, it's Richard Weinberg. I'm, my eyes are bleeding. My head's exploding. The President of the United States has the uh, capacity under his role as the executive to issue debt. I thought that was the role of Congress. And explain also, of because it's, it the, it's the battles with debt ceiling that are going on right now. Well, the 14th Amendment is irrelevant. It had to do only with the union uh, being able to have its debt paid and the Confederacy not having its debt paid. This is a political issue that has to be resolved by Congress. The House of Representatives must initiate all bills relating to finance. The president of the United States has no authority uh, to issue debt. He can prioritize. He can decide which debts to pay off. But this has to be resolved um, uh, politically. And, and, and each side is going to try to blame the other. But I hope it doesn't get to that because it really could be a serious blow to our economy if we end up not being able to pay our debts. Whoever heard of America not being able to pay its debts? We're supposed to be the strongest economic country in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, yeah. I want to ask you about uh, your column about George Soros, too. Talk yeah. about that. We were all talking about that, Judge, before the show. Wow. Great, yeah. column. Well, he's a super, Great column. He's a supervillain. He's a supervillain. And, and, and uh, Elon Musk caught him uh, and called him a supervillain. Uh, there's nothing anti-Semitic about that. You know, Soros is barely even a Jew. I like to say he's Jewish on his parents' side. But he even, <laughs> said, his mother, he even said his mother was an anti-Semite. Uh, I don't identify with him as, as a Jew. Uh, and, and even if he were uh, a, a, a complete Jew like the Rothschilds, uh, you, 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 you are allowed to criticize uh, somebody for what they've done. Uh, as long as you're not saying we're criticizing him because he's a Jew. Nobody ever said that. And uh, I, I congratulate Elon Musk for calling him out. I wish more Democrats would call him out and disassociate themselves from Soros. Soros has been the worst enemy of Israel uh, in the United States in modern times. He funded the two major anti-Israel organizations, which have changed the paradigm away from Israel on the left. He's also been terrible in terms of law enforcement. He has financed uh, some of the worst district attorneys who have politicized uh, justice against uh, victims of crimes and against ordinary people. And here's one Jew, me, who's going to continue to criticize Soros and continue to defend Elon Musk. I think Elon Musk has done a great job on Twitter. Tomorrow he is going to be with DeSantis as DeSantis announces for president. Of course, Elon Musk can't run for president because he wasn't born in the United States. But it certainly strengthens DeSantis' hand to have Elon Musk at his side. Um, Alan, what do you think about the uh, the Durham report and what's going to happen as a result of the Durham report? Nothing. Nothing. It's going to be put in the circular file like all the other reports. What's absolutely necessary is a commission to be set up, headed by, for example, Louis Free, somebody who has great distinction, looking into the, the systematic problems that the FBI uh, seems to be having today 
And it has to be done in a nonpartisan, nonpartisan way, the way the 9-11 report does. Having Congress debate back and forth like a ping pong game, it's, it's just not going to work. I think we need systematic reform of the FBI to make sure that politics can never, ever play any role in who's investigated and who's prosecuted. We know, according to the Durham report, it seems to be uncontroversial that they applied a different standard to Hillary Clinton, who I like and who I can contributed to and I supported, but a different standard to opening an investigation against her, which they really didn't do, and Donald Trump, where they opened up an investigation based on nothing, based on uh, you know, phony reports. So we can't allow that kind of double partisan standard to operate. Alan, this is Rudy Giuliani. How are you? Good. Let's go to a Yankee game together one of these days. I want to see <laughs> you know, he's a Red Sox fan. Another home run, you know? <laughs> you know, I have to tell you, Rudy, one thing I think about us and Yankee games all the time, because we live in a world today where if you're a Democrat, you can't appreciate Republicans, vice versa. When yeah. I was growing up, I was a Dodger fan. You were a Yankee fan. But I was rooting for Joe DiMaggio and Phil Yeah, Lewis, the same thing. Uh, when I saw Mariano Rivera come out to pitch and shut out the Red Sox, he didn't do that great against the Red Sox, but when he did, I would stand up and cheer. <laughs> I would cheer Jeter. We've got to get back to a time when Democrats can cheer Republicans, Republicans, well, Democrats, because we all love America. Well, that's how Judge Weinberg and I met each other. He was counsel to Peter Vallone, and Peter and I formed a, both a friendship and an alliance, and we worked on what we could accomplish and got it done. Let me, let me ask you, though, about the Durham report. Yeah. Uh, what is there's no no uh, assurance that this doesn't happen again. No one's been held accountable for a damn thing. No, you're absolutely. And in right. fact, it did happen again because after this, they went ahead and censored the hard drive, yeah. which I think is, look, has to be a crime of some kind. Yeah. And look at what's happening with this uh, McCarthy aid organization called Project 65, which is coming after both of us just because we uh, defended somebody who they don't like. Uh, it's, 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 you know, we're seeing a new McCarthyism arise in America. Uh, Rudy and I were old enough to remember the old McCarthyism. We sure did. And we don't want to see a repeat of that from the left and from the Democrats. So we can work together to fight for civil liberties. Now, you've always been dedicated to it, and you've proved that because, uh, you know, a lot of people think you're a Trump supporter. You're not. You voted <laughs> You voted the other way. You're still a Democrat. You're yeah. still the same uh, uh, Alan Dershowitz I met in the 1970s. Yeah, but you're still. And, and, for, and we've had a lot of battles. But yeah, but you're still. Respect yeah. for each other. You're still the person who's banned on Martha's Vineyard. I want some, right? Yeah, yeah. He's banned on Mars. Yeah, yeah, nobody talks about Mars. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, he talks about how tough it is over there. Oh, that very, very nice community that took all those migrants. Yes, exactly. They stayed. What was it? Twenty four, thirty six hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rudy. Yeah. Oh, oh my boy, and they're still cleaning hey, the place. I have to tell you though, my synagogue on Martha's Vineyard, which I helped found, the Chabad synagogue. As soon as the migrants came, we opened up the synagogue. We offered them free food, free medical care, but then they were sent away. But there were good people on Martha's Vineyard who were willing to welcome. I bet um, there were. I bet there were. Not everybody. Not everybody. So. All right. Well, Professor Alan Dershowitz, we thank you so much. We love having you here. Alan, great. Great job as usual. Take care. Thank Thank you. you Thank you.